Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two nerdy parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare our experiences when it comes to life as immigrants, new parents, and some other things in between. Welcome to episode 25, Solo Questing. Hey Bruno, how are you doing? Everything okay with you? Um, you are looking outside the window with this rain and uh, feeling, you know, looking back at doing the podcast when it was smoldering hot and we could barely be here and now it's raining again. What's up? Actually, it's nice that you mentioned it because I had my window open. I'm like, oh, that's going to be a mess to edit the, the whoosh of the air out. So let me close it. So you just saved my bacon right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah. I I really like autumn. I really like this weather. It's uh, I don't like it when it's raining in the part that it makes your ability to go out um, more limited. Yeah, exactly. So it limits the possibility of going out. But because I'm really a homebody, it doesn't affect me as often and I really prefer the cold than the hot. Yeah. But the only risk but also it's good that I wasn't saying the only reason but it didn't quite make sense. But it's also good that even though it's cold, we still have daylight. Mm. Like it's getting dark between six, seven, yeah. five. So you still have a decent day amount of daytime. The problem with mid to late winter is that you only have like four hours of daytime and that's it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So so I think it's it's difficult because all my life I said that my favorite season is winter. And I think I'm going to have to change it to autumn. <laughs> One, because I moved to the UK. But the the reason why I'm struggling to change it is because in, in winter is when it's my, my birthday and Christmas and my mom's birthday and New Year. So I think I'm going to say that weather-wise autumn, festivities-wise winter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to have the both, the both of best... Uh, whoa, wait, no, the best of both worlds. I really Are you okay, mate? Up. You yeah. need to call me... You need for me to call a doctor or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I want to have my cake. I need it too, basically. Yeah, essentially. Um, cool. That, no, that's really good. And uh, how's uh, Nim going? I think, uh, like, we recorded the last episode like two days ago, so I doubt much will be new with her. But uh, what do you want to tell me I mean, about she's Nim? writing now. She's what? She's writing and reading. She's reading? Nah, I'm doing your leg. <laughs> Nothing has changed. It's been like two days. No, I thought I just missed something because I missed the first half of what you were saying. So I said she's writing. Oh, writing. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I think I missed it. I only got the second part, so I thought that it oh, was okay. more like I could imagine like <laughs> you and her with a book, and you were like, oh uh, yeah, and her going like, ah, yeah, 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 nah. yeah, fair enough. Nah, she's been doing that for ages though, so that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, nothing much. I mean, today she did something really cute because she was like grabbing the edge of her. I always forget what's the name. The hexagon that I keep telling we should put Nim Nim and Nikon have baby UFC. You know, the hexagon things that you put like, in your living. You have one too. Oh, yeah, like the playpen or whatever. Yeah, there we go. The Thank play you, playpen. So, area or... Yeah. yeah, she was outside of the or her playpen, but she was grabbing the top of it with one hand to make to keep balance. And she looked at me and she was like, pick me up. So I, <laughs> I purposefully stepped a little bit behind so that she would have to walk. And I was like, upas? You want upas? And she like, is like looked at me with such dedication. And then under her, under her breath, she goes, upa. And runs wow. to me. I don't know that that felt so such like an epic action movie thing. She looks at me and she goes, "Oopa!" and runs. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I, really, it, really I don't know why. I don't know why, but for me, it was hilarious and, and such a proudful moment of her being like, "Okay," it, like she had a Leroy Jenkins moment. I don't know. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, Nico actually did something that he hadn't done before, um, just <gasps> like a couple hours ago. Um, he was eating his food and we gave him like one of those spoons, one of his spoons, and he actually put food on the spoon and actually ate the, with the spoon, but like proper, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. So it's not like when you put food and give him the spoon, he actually scooped himself, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, something like that, you know, in his own way, but uh, but yeah, um, so so yeah, that was really uh, that was really good, that was really really cool. Wow, um, 
but yeah, so today's episode, solo questing, um, essentially what we want to talk about today, uh, Bruno, is um, basically, you know, your solo life or what happens to you, to your identity after your child's born. Because um, it, it should come as no surprise to anyone listening that after you have kids, um, there's a certain, there's a certain sense of a, a loss of sense of identity there's a certain identity change even if, if it's not a loss your identity changes isn't it and uh, um, even when I was the other day in therapy and everything I was talking uh, to to my therapist and I was saying that it's um, you know now with a with a child with a baby it's um, you know you have to fulfill a lot of roles so you know you have to be a dad you have to be a husband you have to be a good partner as a partner of you know not not just as a as a as a partner like the the, the no 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 I understand you know what, what I mean. mean not just a partner for your partner but like a partner who can take care of your kid like you know in that sense yeah. so you have to fulfill of you know fulfill all of these roles you have to be a friend to your kid but you have to educate them and it can be a little bit jarring in a way and you know when 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 the day only has like twenty four hours um, then you know you can't extend what you were doing before so you can't then uh, just say okay now i'm also this inevitably sooner or later or depending on the circumstances but inevitably you have to kind of deprioritize some stuff and you have to prioritize uh, your kid and that's you know normal in a healthy uh, in a healthy uh, uh, um, partnership with having a kid and that's not to say that it all nuclear families have to be exactly like that but you know normally speaking generally speaking uh, i should say um, that's what you would look at um so what that ends up meaning is that if you can't um have the same things as you did before there's a certain sense that you are losing your identity because you no longer are defined by what you did before but rather by your relationship with uh, your child um so you know I, I guess the question here is your identity usually is a lot of what you do and how you behave and how you look at others and what you what else you are doing so if you can't do everything that you were doing before is that still you um, you know, are you still the same person? Is that still part of your identity? Um, uh, so yeah, I, I, what do you have to say uh, about all of these? How do you view this sort of sense of, of identity and losing that sense of identity? I, uh, first, I want to mention that it's something that we semi-talked uh, about it in the past when we mentioned precisely with what it was the one thing when we got feedback actually when we were the who am i the the bad person because we were saying well can you fault someone for not wanting to be friends with you if you're no longer you and we went into this whole the, the debate of what what will be uh, but now it's even more of uh not what you put into into us it's even easier to see the difference but weirdly enough, I personally don't think that I've been affected that much in terms of personality. Because, I, like like I was saying at the beginning with the weather, I've never been someone that is very much of going out. Like, my life has been affected, but I don't think I have changed that much. I still have the same activities. I still have the same hobbies. It's just more than my relationships have changed other than my own identity. But I have seen with Holly how much she has struggled to come to terms with the fact that she did have to change a lot of things and had to let go a lot of things and have to start doing a lot of things. So I'm. it's hard for me to just sit down here and say, I haven't noticed that much of a difference because I know there is. But the difference in my case is that my pastime was being at home and I'm still at home. What changed has been the activity. Like I can no longer watch as much TV as I used to. I used to watch TV with Holly Daily. Now we barely do it like once or twice a week. And I used to have more time to play video games at night with my friends. Now I don't do that much. And it's also 
put me in this position that I want to reach out more to my friends to make sure that the relationship doesn't just go away. And I remember that I have friends that became parents and I can see now myself, well, themselves reflected in me because I remember they were doing the same. They were like, oh, I'm very busy, but don't take it personally. It's just I'm very busy, I'm very busy. So I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, but again, it feels weird for me to say that in reality, I personally hasn't been that affected. I know I'm, I'm starting to repeat myself and I'm talking in circles, but it's, it's a hard concept to grasp and to explain. So I don't know if I did a really good job at actually explaining myself. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, th that's the question, isn't it? And I think that's that's what we want to debate here, because um, part of it is what is your sense of identity? Like you're saying, and it's fairly similar to me as well, uh, in terms of my personality, in terms of what I want to do, in terms of what I try to do, it hasn't changed that much. But uh, when you think about that, like your identity, like, for example, if you, you know, in our case, somewhat differently, be, uh, but in our case, if we play video games, you know, if you can't play daily with the people that you used to play with, does that mean that you're no longer a regular gamer? What does that mean for, for you know, how you... Um, how, how others view you? Like, if you can't attend all the, you know, all the daily... Uh, games and all of that so i think th th that's exactly the question that that is hard to solve so it which, and which is also why it was difficult for you to define and to see yourself as changing your identity uh, or losing your identity because it's hard to know where your identity lies um, and uh, yeah so for me for example i um fairly similar um one of the things is that i used to play a card game called uh, keyforge I was very much mm -hmm. into it, and um, I I decided that the game kind of dropped during the pandemic, and I decided that I wouldn't um, pick it up again, for example, because I just, you know, I had my fun with it, but I couldn't justify restarting it. Um, and uh, to be quite honest, initially, especially in the first few months uh, after Nico was born, I kind of tried to overcompensate. So I started the, the, this episode by saying that, you know, you just don't get any more time. Any day has 24 hours. But there's a little cheat code that you can use, uh, which is basically just sleep less. You know, why does anyone have to sleep seven or eight hours or something? Just sleep five hours or six hours. Uh, and that's mm -hmm. kind of like the cheat code that I was using uh, in in the beginning especially a few months ago and not not that long ago to be honest uh, i think i've got it a little bit more under control at the moment um because at, at, at the end of the day it's not healthy for me um you know so i'm trying not to do it that much but because i'm not doing it that much i had to kind of compromise in other things i had to kind of change other priorities so you know i had to uh, um you know I, I had to play fewer video games i had to start prioritizing the activities that i actually wanted to do and uh, um uh, it's you know it's not that bad um most of the activities uh, that i'm losing you know I, i'm just trying to focus it you know i'm just trying to focus what i'm actually doing and just you know the things that i enjoy the most keep doing them the things that i am more or less uh, meh about doing less um but um yes yeah, so just prioritizing the activities and i think like one of the big ones is that i've started having less patience for other people's shenanigans as well in a way not in a nasty way not in a not in a you know i'm going to start calling them names but things like people not checking in on you or people throwing like adult tantrums or uh you know just not you know not being there for you it's kind of like look i you know i have a kid now i can't i can't be the one pulling for things to uh to to come through um so so you know just not being able having less patience but because i also don't have as much time so that's kind of how it's changed for me in terms of my identity in terms of having a kid um and um, yeah so so when you when you look at this 
what what do you think you do or what do you do to combat that loss of identity or do you even think that you need to uh, to combat your loss of identity so well first i want to say that i i agree with you that you have to basically prioritize your priorities part of the redundancy yeah and uh, but so it's just it's difficult because some things even if you want to prioritize you can't let me explain yes please i i for example have gained a little bit of weight not too much but i have gained a little bit of weight and i definitely noticed because i actually went into a very big weight loss before nim nim was born right and the reason why i gained a little bit of weight is because i used to do my exercise at night just before going to bed i just went into the living room did my exercise then had a shower boom bob's your uncle but now I can't because me doing exercise in the living room, because the house is uh, made of planks, it, it creaks a lot and I will wake Nimue up. So I no longer have time to do my exercise because yes, I have the time to play video games, for example, but it's not time that I can use to do, to do exercise. And I cannot do exercise throughout the day because I, I never had the time to do exercise throughout the day because throughout the day I had to do other activities. Yeah. So, yes, it is true that you have to priority, but also it's true that you're going to have to get used to no longer having all the activities that you had. And I know that, for example, for you and for me, this is not a big, such a big issue, but a lot of people used to go and have like a, po a pint on Friday and now they can't because they need to be home helping with the baby. So I think you and I are both very lucky in the fact that or modus vivendi wasn't affected that much yeah i think obviously right. there's obviously there's differences and there's there are there's no way there aren't going to be any difference because it's a huge change it's one of the biggest changes you can have in your lifetime but relatively speaking for people like you and me the change is not as drastic as for other people and it's yeah. not as easy to say just get your priorities in order because there are things that are simply not going to be able to do. Even if they were a priority, you're simply not going to be able to do it. So I think those people are the ones that suffer even more with the loss of identity. Because if you were someone that were your, a lot of your identity was every Friday I play poker with the boys and now you can't, well, where you does that suffer leave you? quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, fair so enough. how do you combat that loss of identity like i said one could be like try to reschedule so obviously prioritize your priorities again sounds redundant but it it makes sense the other one is try to reschedule as you can and the other ones like how do you combat that loss of identity i think maybe it's it's more of an internal work of of saying well that doesn't really define me. That was a characteristic, but it's not my definition. Like if your characteristic was I played poker with the boys, maybe now your characteristic is I have a FaceTime uh, Domino's uh, match every morning with the boys. Like the characteristic is I, I like to spend time with my friends, not I play poker every Friday. So you kind of have to go to the core of it and see how you can still have that in your life even if it's not the way you were used to. Yeah. So, for example, for us gamers, it will be like, well, maybe I can, like you said, maybe once everyone is asleep, I can just put headphones and not talk and play a little bit of a video game uh, just before going to bed, just because I like playing my video games. But it's not in the same measure uh, that it was before. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I agree with pretty much everything uh, you said. Um, I I was actually looking up, and I'll tell you what I specifically do. But um, I, when I was looking this up online, one of the things that was striking um, was that most of the online advice was actually geared towards women. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't feel like this is an injustice or anything like that. Because to your point, I do think that it is a lot harder for women in general. Uh, they yeah, seem I'm to not struggle surprised. with it. They seem to struggle with it more. So because they struggle with it more, there's more support online for it. So I kind of have to really go specific for men instead of general, uh, in order to find something that wasn't just so 
specific for women essentially uh, and they yeah. struggle with it they struggle with it in a few different ways so i don't want to get too much on this um on this tangent uh, but they suffer with it in a lot of ways and it's not just the loss of identity even when they're coming back to work and all of that um there's uh like uh, what I, from what i was seeing online like they, they tend to drop the jobs a lot more they tend to get stuck in the same job without advancing a lot more as well and it doesn't always seem to be because they choose but it's more because they don't have a choice um so there's definitely a lot more in terms of struggle uh, traditionally uh, with that which is obviously a shame um but i guess like their body and their hormones and you know their identity seems to to go through quite a lot more um yeah than we do yeah um, definitely like i'm not surprised uh, i'm yeah. i'm actually i would be surprised if it were otherwise yeah exactly. because it's it's not even like physically speaking their body goes through all the changes versus ours don't do squat like that in itself is incredible the amount of changes their body has to go through to first be pregnant and then deliver the baby and it's not done you still have some of the hormones and you're producing milk and a lot of your time has to be feeding the baby yeah and something that was very routine in your life which was work is now no longer there because you're not working well depends on the country if you live in the states they're screwed and you have to work but if you're outside of the states or well if to be more specific if you're in a country that does maternity leave you're not working for a for a time you're just like taking care of your baby and that also reduces your social interaction and so it's it's completely at different scales what we have to go through versus what they have to go through so yeah so it, it would make it makes sense that it is you know more geared towards them uh, in terms of the advice um yeah exactly and i seen because uh, basically i have a, a friend on facebook um who is a lot of the time posting stories that in all honesty, before even realizing it to this point, they felt a little bit annoying. And I'm sorry that I have to say that. Like, I'm not sorry to you or I'm sorry to that person because I, even though I never told them, but I am upset at myself that I found them annoying because they're really, now that I look at it with this lens, I just had this realization when recorded this episode. It's not just a call for help. It's a reassurance on itself because they keep posting like inspirational messages like for example right, right right something like or they post for example post like oh if you're a mom and you're struggling remember that you're still valued and not but not that because that wouldn't make sense but they post it in type of things that sounds like live laugh love you know mm -hmm. so those type of things that for me was like oh yeah we get it you're you're a mom woohoo and yes everyone knows that being depressed is perfectly fine but it felt really like pandering when I was reading it. It felt really much like leave, laugh, love or leave. I can never pronounce that laugh and love because the alliteration makes my tongue grow three sizes. Apparently. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it felt very, very Tumblr-ish. It didn't feel like actual genuine. But now that I'm reading this and I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking it's not just because she's saying it to the word is to the world she's saying it to herself yeah she's saying i'm still worth i'm still me like it's it's a self of free assurance you know so it must feel really it must be really hard going through that yeah for sure for sure i agree with you um which is you know which is why it's important to combat that loss of identity and you know looking at what you can do not to lose that identity so so for example what we try to do here at home is uh we try to have like specific nights where we, each one of us is like off baby duty uh like for example martina tries to have like mondays and i try to have like tuesdays where where it's like it doesn't mean that we're not going to help each other but it means that one of us is like the main one instead of splitting it more evenly um 
so that helps because it's, it's like this is my night and this is like I'm going to do what I want to do um, and then you know doing things together like you know relying on babysitter friends and when doing that you know trying to go to the cinema trying to play board games and just kind of trying to have some sense of normalcy that you would kind of go you know this is what I used to do this is still who I am this is still what I like to do I don't have to be I don't have to change everything just because I have a baby. Um, and then one thing that the pandemic has actually brought, which had some advantages to it, is that there's a lot of activities that you can do now, which you can do digitally, uh, even when it comes to board games, even when it comes to spending time with friends, even role-playing games, and you can do it digitally to save time. Um, and that's something that really exploded during the pandemic, where it didn't used to be as much like that because it was always seen as you know if you can do it in person why should you do it digitally but it saves a lot of time and effort and you know keeping that going and still having those type those type of activities it really makes a difference and it really makes you want to you know uh, uh, um, keep being who you are uh, and then another thing is also keeping connected to the same friends so we try to make an effort to um, not really change our friendships and uh, uh, keeping you know keeping in touch with, uh, with with the same with the same friends as we used to before uh, just kind of showing like we're still here and we're still making an effort to be with them um, so just kind of uh, just kind of maintaining that uh, so that's what we we try to do on uh, our side in order to you know keep our senses of identity so uh, what about you guys w what do you try to do in terms of uh, combating that um, well it's very funny that you mention it because we just recently started taking a very similar strategy okay we, yeah we we said okay so we're gonna have one social weekend for each and two family weekends because it's also specifically harder for Holly to have her social time and and ergo for me as well obviously not as much as her but for me as well because she works on Sundays so for yeah. example we cannot use Sundays to go out with friends and stuff because she's working and that means that I have to take care of the baby so but we're yeah. doing the Saturday so what one Saturday it's her Saturday and the other Saturday is going to be my Saturday. And then we have two family Saturdays that we can either do for do family activities or to do chores around the house. So you take care of the baby for an hour while you, I do chores. Then I take care of the baby for an hour while I do chores. And yeah. that's, that's that basically what we're trying to do. Yeah, that's that's what, something that we're trying to do. Um, I don't necessarily... Again, I'm such in such a a lucky position because I when Nim Nim is going to bed for example I can be recording like right now or when she's sleeping I can be recording versus Holly that prefers to do some chores right or that she felt trapped on the chair and maybe she's sleeping on top of her because that happens a lot bless her uh, but that's something that we're doing to try to combat the the lack of of um, socializing, I guess you could say it. She also has like her club, her book clubs, and I have blood bowl, so I play blood bowl at night. So that's something that we're trying to do to keep the sense of of normality and to try to bring back a sort of semblance of our routine in which we can have the the same hobbies that we used to have. And for example, we decided that on Sunday, it's when we dedicated to have like TV time. So she's not gonna make plans. Nice. I'm not gonna make plans. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna play video games, and she's not gonna read or anything. We're just gonna have the Sunday night to watch, uh, catch up on on series and stuff. So we're nice. here basically integrating a schedule to try to reclaim the parts that we have neglected in the past because of our new responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good strategy. I um I, I like it. I you know, uh, how long have you been trying this? Uh this is going to be like our third week only. Okay. So, yeah, but it seems to be going going nicely. Uh, nice. 
Nice. Yeah. 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 It, it, it seems like a good idea for sure. So um, so yeah, I hope uh, I hope it works for you. Um, uh, so yeah, for sure. That that's really really good. Um, but yeah, so when I when I was looking at these, I did manage to find a little bit of advice that was either not specific for women or that it was a bit more, you know, generic, etc. Um, and uh, some of the things that they say online, and you, you can tell me like whether you know, just stop me if you want to say something or if you or if you have anything specific or if you want to disagree. But um, other things that they say online in terms of you know not losing your identity is not comparing yourself to other couples and not comparing your babies to other babies just kind of oh, like mate. looking at yourself yes that is such an important thing and it's so hard to do uh, because we for example we have a very non-chilled baby and we don't mean as in a crying baby but she's super active she has to be moving yeah. all the time she has to, she gets bored really easily so she needs a new activity and she's also super loud like she has a like her voice travels mate like <laughs> it's, it's funny the reason why i laugh is because i've been described like that for a long time so now I'm thinking, and now I'm seeing what other people were saying when you're like, mate, you're really loud. And I'm like, that's just how I talk. Well, now I have a mini me that is doing the exact same thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's when we have friends or even in the street, when you see other kids that they just can be sitting on their pram, chilling one their parents is having are having a coffee or just doing the food shopping or something it's so hard to say oh man they have it so good i it's difficult as well because i wouldn't want nim nim to be like that not because there's anything wrong with being like that but because i love the way nim nim is so yeah. i don't want her to change but i i would be lying if i wouldn't think sometimes like ah oh, it must be so much easier having a chill baby someone that you can just like put there and they're just gonna play with the little cubes or with their book like the soft book and i'm gonna be eating my pizza and chilling or we are gonna be able to watch <laughs> some tv and uh, but with nim nim that's not happening like with nim nim if you want to watch tv it's gonna be something that she wants and she's probably gonna be walking all over and before she was walking she was probably gonna be crawling and before she was crawling she was gonna probably want to be hugged by either me or holly specifically holly more likely so it's, it's <laughs> yeah so it's been hard um, not to compare yourself to other families and their dynamics yeah. but it's also incredibly silly to do so because you're basing your comparison in only one instance like maybe their baby's sure. not chill you're just seeing that that moment but you don't know if at that moment they were tired or if they were sick and that's where they were chill and then when they get home they're like have some sort of gastral disease and they're suffering all the time so you exactly. it, comparing yourself to someone is it's very irresponsible because you're comparing yourself to the best to what you think will be the ideal but you don't know if that ideal is there 24 7 you know what i mean yeah yeah you basically compare your worst to their best and that's not fair on you um, yeah exactly so so this is this is what they say online precisely is that you shouldn't compare yourself to other couples and you shouldn't compare your kids to other people's kids uh, because everyone's different and like you said you never know what's going on for them and sometimes not even that sometimes other people like to present themselves as very successful or as very chill or everything is okay when that doesn't actually match reality um so so it's it's doubly unfair it's double unfair that you're comparing to someone who might be you know not representing what's actually going on yeah. um so there's a few different reasons why but that's one of the things they said was important not to lose your identity because the moment you start comparing yourself to others that means that you're basing your identity on what other people are doing and not on what you should be doing um so that's uh, that's definitely what you um that's definitely good advice and not just for kids but in general to be honest yeah um, and not only that it can also let you to and again, that's what I specified because it hasn't happened to me. But I know I've seen cautionary tales when parents can start resenting their kids, you know, and mm. they even say it. Like, how many times have you not? Obviously, we wouldn't apply because we're our kids are still in what could be categorized as baby stage. But even in, in, in media, how many times have we not seen 
parents, both moms and dad, that say like, oh, why can't you be like this? Or why can you be more normal? Or why can't you be more? The kids are gonna end up resenting that and you're gonna end up resenting your kid. So it's never a good idea to compare yourself to other couple and to compare your baby to other babies. Yeah. But the thing is, I think that's a good advice in general, not only as couples. And obviously it applies in the sense of what can you do to get that sense of identity back? But going in a little bit of a tangent, I think that applies in life in general. Because yeah. especially now, in the era that we live, and the reason why I think it's still relevant to the subject of the podcast of us being parents, because we're going to have to deal with that. Right now, social media is everywhere, and parasocial relationships are at an all-time high. So we're going to have to mm. teach our kids that just because you see an influencer that is having living their best life all their time, that doesn't mean that that is their real life. That is just what they want you to see. So don't compare yourself to, to anyone. And parents can other, maybe compare themselves to the boss. Like, oh, how come my boss is younger than me and he has two kids and he has all this money? Like, it's just not a good idea to compare yourself to others in general, especially if you don't know everything that's going on in their life. Yeah. Yeah, precisely, precisely. Um, so yeah, other advice that they had was to, you know, instead of fighting or instead of feeling bad about the changes in your identity, to kind of like accept and embrace the changes. Um, so, you know, just kind of going, uh, you know, this is this is part of who I am and I'm okay with it. Like I am a dad and I have, I, I want to spend time with my kid and I want to give them a good education. So I want to have my identity changed or I'm okay with having my identity changed. Um, so that's another very important thing as well is just accepting and embracing those changes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, well, that is also very hard for someone who has lived all their life with a routine. How did you adapt it to that? Were you able to, to, and I didn't mean to say, oh, you live all your life with your routine. I was just wondering sure, how sure, did you sure. deal with, with adapting to the changes? Like, did you struggle with it or did it come easy to you? Or did you find that there weren't that many changes really? Like what, what was your experience? Um, I think that more recently i've learned to accept and embrace those changes more instead of feeling frustrated that i couldn't do everything and just kind of accepting that i can't do everything but accepting that as well and embracing the fact that i want to spend time with nico and i i, I prefer having this priority um so that's been a bit more recent not that i was struggling before but recently i've like embraced it and I've, it feels really good so so yeah it's been it's been okay it's been quite yeah. good actually yeah so, yeah, yeah so for sure. you would say that you didn't struggle with embracing the changes it took you a while but not due to a struggle more so because yeah. you simply didn't realize that you needed to do it yeah more sense. more like that more like that for sure um it wasn't a struggle like you say it was just timely um and yeah, the other the other uh, things that they say they say as well to reconnect with your partner as part of your identity. Um, you know, in terms of you know paying attention again, paying attention uh, again to you, to your partner, and just kind of like reconnecting with them, making sure that you are. Um, uh, that, that, that you that you are still you know together with them that you're still prioritizing them uh, and all of that so that's um the, the, the that's kind of like one of the things that they recommend as well like obviously the thing is it can cause a divide especially because like as like we both said prior they go through so much change so it can create some sort of schism between that uh, and also maybe some sort of resentment of oh it's definitely easier for them than for us so i think it's very important to reconnect with your partner but not only reconnect but listen to what they're saying uh, and listen to what they're not saying as well i know it sounds cliche but try to look for the little things that you could be like okay let me let me do this you know to try to give and at the same time, everyone is different, but don't, uh, this was an advice that I was given by two different recent moms when 
Holly was about to be a mom. It was also, don't treat them like they're made of glass. Like, let them be their own person. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Um, and yeah, I mean, another thing that they, they were saying online is that, you know, your identity is fluid. It's, it's like, it's not a fixed identity. There's a lot of identities within you and you're kind of you know, you kind of borrow elements from one and another and all of that. So you kind of go and, and you do all of that. So, for example, like I was saying in the beginning of the episode, you know, you have a lot of identities uh, throughout your life. And even at this moment, you know, you you're, you have your identity as a dad, as a friend to your kid, as, an, uh, you know, to educate your kid. You have how you are with your, with your friends, with your mates. You have how you speak with your mom. You have how you speak with you know your partner how you are at yeah, work even even so not not as far as identity but personality like it's like we said on on the episode about language your personality changes even by which language are you speaking according to some studies so exactly exactly you Precisely. cannot that's a good call tithe, you, you cannot be tied to to say it's very hard to define a person obviously they have certain shared characteristics but, but you're not going to be the same and you're going to be fluid, like like you said. It's just it's a really good term. But I remember when I was a semi-teenager, I used to go to punk rock concerts all the time because I love them. And right now, I will still like them a lot and I will still go. But if you tell me, okay, would you prefer to go to a punk rock concert or maybe travel to see some sightseeing with the family? I might say sightseeing, which previously I wouldn't. And it's not like I'm a different person. It's just there's I'm at different stages in my life, and that makes like we're variable. We're not set in stone. Yeah, yeah, precisely. And uh, I, I remember as well when uh, when I was a teenager, something that uh, uh, really stuck with me is that when I was like in my uh, mid-teens, um, you know, I was spending a lot of time with my friends, but like a lot of my free time because that's that's what I did. That's what I enjoyed doing. You know, it was part of my identity. And I remember that when I got a girlfriend, um, so when I started dating, um, I remember that at the time they had sort of a, not a hard time, but it was kind of like they felt that I had changed because I had a girlfriend and they were a little bit disappointed in a way that I had changed uh, because for them it was like, oh, you know, now that you have a girlfriend, you're not spending as much time with us. So, you know, you wanted to do these things and this was part of who you were. Like, and it feels like she's preventing you from doing what you want. It's like oh, she's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, sorry, it's just... I hate those those group of friends. They're always the, the group of friends, be it for the the boy or the girl or whatever. But there's always the group of friends of like, oh, since you started dating, you changed. It's like, well, no, I did this. I mean, yes, I did change, but it's not like I changed. It's just that now I'm doing different stuff because what's the point of dating if I'm not going to see you ever because I'm going to keep my life as it was before? There's a exactly. reason why I started changing. Like, there's a reason why I started dating. It's because I wanted to do certain stuff. That doesn't mean that I change or that this person is changing me. It's just that now there's something else that I'm doing. It's obviously not exactly. going to be the same. Exactly. And and this, this is what I mean. Like, just, you know, because your identity changes, your identity is not fixed, then that means that it doesn't mean that you always would want to, you know, spend time with your friends and all of that, or that you're prevented from doing something that you like, just because you're not doing exactly what you did before. And uh, I remember this, like, w w when this happened, and I, it got, it really annoyed me, um, because they even started, like, they didn't even consider her or didn't accept her fully, um, because that's just, that's just, what they felt she was doing was preventing yeah, me from doing ridiculous. a few things and, you know don't get me wrong like I, we've discussed this before that yes there are some relationships which are actually toxic but just basing it off of you know he's not spending as much time with us he wants to spend time with us she's preventing him she's changing his identity like that's just kind of even it, it's bonkers because even if it is true doesn't mean that it's this evil influence that is over me you know it's like yeah, I can make my 
decisions. I can change. I can choose to change. It doesn't have to be because someone else is making me. Exactly. It's like what you're saying. Obviously, there are toxic and controlling relationships. So there's that in which, for example, if you say I want to do this and your partner is actively preventing you from doing something you want, that's a different subject. Yeah. But that's not yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. talking about. What we're talking about right now is when you are with your buddies and then your buddies call you. It's like, hey, you're going out today? And you're like, nah, man, I'm just going to sit home and watch a movie with uh, with a partner. And they're like, oh, you changed, man. Like, well, no poop, Sherlock. Of course I want to stay at home and watch a movie with my partner. Because that's what I have a partner for. Like, it's... Yeah. It, I, I really don't get that concept. And I understand the the feeling of, oh, what a bummer that we're not spending as much time with, with our body anymore. But don't tell me, like, oh, you changed, man. Because, well, yeah, no duh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> at the same time, it all, it's also true that you can't change because... For example, they introduce you to new stuff. Like maybe you didn't know that you like hiking, but one day they say, yeah. "Hey, I like hiking. Do you want to go?" And you discover you actually love hiking. So it's Precisely. not that you're changing because they're changing you. It's because you're changing because you're a constant changing person. You're not set in stone. And the same thing is going to happen when you get a baby. You're going to change because your environment changed. It's not the same. There's a lot of things that can affect how you behave moving far away. Maybe you don't go out as much because now it's harder for you to move out. doesn't mean that you change. It just means that your circumstances change it. So yeah. I guess one thing to tie it back, one thing to combat that sense of I lost myself is that you didn't really. You just added a new characteristic to your life, but you're still you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, that's exactly what it is uh, and having that understanding is uh, really really healthy in terms of moving forward with your own identity um, and uh, uh, the, the last thing that they said online or the last advice that they had online at least on this article uh, was that uh, you know in terms of combating that loss of identity is kind of just like accepting help as well um, so you know if other people are offering you help uh, especially if it's genuine and uh, uh, like kind of accept it just accept the help use that as an opportunity to socialize use that as an opportunity to be okay with yourself like if someone wants to take care of your baby or something like that just kind of accept it go with it use it you know and uh, i i i struggle with that quite a lot not in the sense of being too proudful uh you know being too proud and going like oh no i don't want anyone's help i can do everything on my own not because of that but more like i don't want to be a burden, a burden on anyone else i don't want anyone else to be like to make an effort on something that i feel like it's like they, they shouldn't have to in a way so it's more because of that and it's 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 as strange as it can seem on paper like accepting help can be quite a struggle to get to that step but it's it's quite important as well yeah 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 obviously if someone is throwing you a lifeline well there's a reason why they call it lifeline <laughs> <laughs> like there, there's a reason why they're called like that so don't feel like you have to carry everything yourself uh, accept help when when pertinent that also don't mean like everything with moderation that doesn't because the amount of people that are like, don't take okay, advantage. Well, but... Yeah, exactly. The amount of young people that have like kids and they the kids are grown, raised basically by the grandpas is it's uh, it's very high, especially for example in Mexico. So that that doesn't mean like completely disregard your kids, but you can take help when needed. Like there's no fault in admitting help. You know, like everyone will yeah. need help eventually, and. Accepting help is part of bonding too. If your family wants to help you out, then let them. That is bonding with you and bonding with baby as well, which they might need. So, obviously, accept it and take it, and don't feel like that you're irresponsible. I remember once. Um, uh, I'm not gonna say who, uh, because I think it might be irresponsible. But someone told me there are gonna be moments in which you're gonna feel guilty because you don't want to be with your baby don't it's perfectly normal like there are gonna be moments in which you're gonna say oh i'm such a terrible dad 
because I would like for the baby to not be here right now. Don't. It's perfectly normal. I haven't had those feelings as that much. I have been tired and everything, but I don't think I have ever thought. I have ever thought, oh, I wish you would be out in nursery or something. Yet that doesn't mean that I'm not gonna, but uh, it hasn't happened yet. But I do see that what they mean of there's gonna be a moment in which you're gonna want to be alone. So. Just because you want to be alone doesn't mean that you don't love your baby. You don't have to be tied to your baby. And that also doesn't mean that you're going to act on it. Just because you want to be alone, you're not going to be like, well, I'm going to toss my baby to the first person I see. But it's, <laughs> it's normal to, to feel those feelings, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I think like, I don't think I've gone through the same, you know, um, um, so yeah, I, I haven't I, felt I, I haven't because I personally haven't felt it either. But yeah, I think it's I think it's it will be negligent not to mention it just because I haven't experienced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, anyone, true, that's true. I don't want anyone to think like, oh, man, Bruno and Petro never once mentioned that they would like to be left alone. So <laughs> that means that I'm like, you know, that I want anyone to be listening to know that it's okay. Like you, you can be overwhelmed. People are different. And just because Pedro and I haven't been overwhelmed yet, doesn't mean that you're wrong for feeling overwhelmed. It's, it can be overwhelming. It's a huge change. It's a, it's a huge thing. But I think yeah. the, the core of the episode is you're still you, and you still deserve to be you, but at the same time, you have to accept that your circumstances are never going to be the same literally speaking like you're never gonna be the exact same person you were before having a baby because it's impossible there's a new person in your family that is gonna live with you for years and that you're responsible for so mm, accept yeah. it and 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 see the good of it as well see see what else can they bring see what you can learn about yourself through your kids just like what we were saying with your partner they can help you discover a hobby Maybe you can discover a hobby with your kids as well. Use that, like what we were saying when we, back in other episodes, that we were excited for them to start growing up so that we could play this and that. Don't be afraid of experimenting and play with things that you never done. Like, for, again, for example, hiking. Maybe you never liked hiking, but you think your kid might like it. Try it. Maybe you both hate it. Maybe you both like it. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a journey to discovery, I would say. I know it sounds cliche as heck, and I, as soon as I said it, I, in my head, I just saw the Hallmark logo and I was like, oh, great. But but it is, though. It, it is. It, that's Leave the way it is. Loss. Yeah, basically. I was like, oh, <laughs> I become what I hated. I lived too long and I saw myself become the villain. But but it is what it is. It's it's a journey to discovery. Yeah. And, yeah no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And, and like you very well pointed out, we're fluid. We're not static. And yeah. To quote, obviously I'm taking it out of context, but to quote uh, Bruce Lee, be like water, believe fluid. If you're mm. there, because if you're not malleable, you're going to break. Like a rock, for example, is really hard, but under enough pressure, it's going to break because it's, yeah. it's really hard. But water can adapt, can change, can mold. That is no longer the quote. The quote is just be like water. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but I do think it's it's very appropriate that you need to understand that you are not defined by your actions alone. You are defined by... I mean, I don't know how to properly express myself. I'm not eloquent enough to put this in a manner that everyone <laughs> will understand what I'm trying to say. Because, yes, you are defined by your actions, obviously. Duh. But you're not defined by what you stop doing or, or, or start doing. You are yourself and that can change that doesn't have to be the same all the time i don't know it's i'm starting to repeat myself no no i know i know what you mean i know what you mean um it's you know it, it, it's important everything that you're saying is important i think the the, the moral of the story and the, at the end of the day what we're both trying to say is that you have to be kind to yourself and you have to accept who you are and that's kind of it isn't it because if you don't then it's not going to work yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Be kind to yourself, and and I, it, it's basically what the advice that they were saying online were just basically a saying that we agree with them. You have to accept that there's change. Yeah. You you have to accept help when you can. If you think that you need to do something to retake part of your life that you miss, take steps towards doing it. But also 
know that there are things that you're not going to be able to do for a while, maybe, but that doesn't mean that you're going to completely abandon them. Like, I'm not going to stop exercising. I'm just going to try to find other time or maybe wait until I no longer wake Nimnim up when I'm exercising in the living room, stuff like that. Like, don't think it's permanent because it's not. It's permanent as a change, but their circumstances are going to change as well. They're also not setting stone. So, yeah. So, so that brings me to my last question, which is kind of similar to what we discussed before, um, but I think it's a little bit more practical. So I'll tell you what I mean by this question by answering it myself, uh, and then you can tell me what you feel from your end. But essentially, it's just overall, after you had Nim, and in my case, after I've had uh, Nico, what are the differences and, you know, how do you feel yourself being different? A, a little bit detached from the sense of identity, but just in general about what you do. So so I'll, I'll start with that and then you can take us through it. But essentially, things that have happened since I've uh, had Nico, um, you know, unexpectedly having to leave an activity, so I'm in the middle of something and just kind of have to stop because, uh, you know, that's just I just have to tend to Nico and that's just what it is. Um, generally speaking, I'm a little bit more tired. Um, you know, other things is, you know, not having as much disposable income or, you know, having to use money to do something else. So you don't have as much money. Um, and, you know, another thing as well is kind of like having to check with your partner to do something, agreeing to do something with your partner. And this is another thing that I actually really don't like, which is like, just because you have to check something with your partner doesn't mean that you're whipped. It just means that you're partners and like you have to do things together. So you have to coordinate because otherwise it would be unfair. Um, and uh, uh, other things as well is, uh, you know, like, like we touched before, is actually not wanting to do certain kind of activities because I'd rather just spend time with Nico, for example. So these are all differences and these are all things that I found myself doing that uh, is different from uh, before I had Nico. Um, just, just, you know, just in more practical terms. Like another one is uh, when I'm playing board games, board games take longer to play because, um, you know, Nico is going to be walking around and sometimes he needs an happy change and sometimes he needs to eat his food and sometimes and that those kind of things don't wait so you know at the end of the day those are the uh, more practical differences so I think you touched on it a little bit more like with a very relevant example in terms of uh, you know not being able to do the exercises you used to do it before um, do you have any other pragmatical like pragmatic differences or something a bit more practical ever since you've had Nim that you that you changed how you do it well the disposable income is gone <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I also noticed that it's it's a tiny thing, so it's not really that much of a change, but I'm I don't like taking pictures of myself. I never have and oh, I don't think I'll ever will. But since I have Nimnim, I love taking pictures of myself with Nimnim and if you go so for example you go through my Facebook, you will see that for years I only posted one picture of myself every once in a while and everything else was memes. And since Nim was born, there's pictures, 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 pictures. Because <laughs> I like, I, it's also very classic, but I like, like, uh, showing off my baby. It's like, look how cute she is. Adore her. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I find myself, like, every time we go to the street and someone is like, oh, she's such a cute baby. I'm like, yes, yeah, she is. You know it. Like, <laughs> I'm such a proud papa. I'm like, yeah, look at her. She's amazing. So <laughs> there's there's that and it's like you said the the things about for example the games that she might come along I try to take that into consideration as well and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other things that I'm just not thinking right now but uh, I found myself That's cleaning fair cleaning more often for example but it's because the house is dirtier more often <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure for sure <laughs> Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I had a really good example when you were talking, and then I started talking and I forgot it, and that is completely another annoying because it's gonna bug me for the rest of the night. I don't remember. Well, exactly. I can give you an example. I can give you an example for yourself. Yeah. Which is the fact that um, on part two of our episode, um, you had to leave in the middle of it because you just had to tend to Nim, wasn't it? 
Yeah, on part one. Yeah, exactly. Like Oh, uh, part one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's stuff like it's like, well, sorry, baby takes priority, you know? Exactly. So so that happens. But I'm pretty sure there's other changes too. It's just right now, I th- I I had one that is was really accurate and actually kind of funny, and I not I can't remember, and that's gonna. Oh, uh, you're gonna leave. You're gonna leave anyone listening just wondering what it is. You better come back to it. Yeah, I was gonna say if I remember, I'll let you know so that you can put it just as a note in the resources. Cause, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, there's there are definitely things that have uh, changed in in that regard and things that i find myself doing that i didn't find myself doing before and things that i no longer do that i found myself doing before so yeah it's it's hard to pinpoint it right now but i know there must be some because i don't remember them (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but i'm sure there's more stuff sticking sticking to your guns isn't it sticking sticking to your base foundations not remembering it (laughs) yeah so that you see that's what i mean you i have uh, this huge change in my life but bruno's still the guy that don't remember squat (laughs) (laughs) the guy that you're speaking to and he's gonna say something and two words later he forgot what he was gonna say like that's not gonna change yeah yeah fair enough cool um so i think i think that is it in terms of this episode in terms of uh, you know solo questing um um yeah i've I've found it a really interesting topic i think like we've discussed at length what the lessons are um so i don't think we need to go over that again but i think it is a really good topic it's an important topic for us to consider just for ourselves and you know how it changed for us and i'm sure that in the future Neem and nico are going to want to know about how we were before what it changed after we've had them um so i think that's going to be really really nice um but yeah so do you um do you want to take us home with goodbye or? i will but i just say something that is not exactly what i wanted to say but it was also something that i wanted to say and i forgot and then i forgot that i forgot it so that's why it wasn't bugging me but now i remember is that try to say that three times faster uh, <laughs> is that another thing that definitely changes that now you have to do plans I remember before Nim Nim, if a friend were to be like, hey, yo, you want to go out tomorrow? I would just be like, yeah, sure. And then tomorrow I will tell Holly, by the way, I'm going out. Or do you plan something? But it's easier. Now you have to say, wait, let me check. You know, you have to be like, yeah. it's not something that I it like. You don't have as much opportunity to improvise things. You're like, no, no, no. Let me For plan. Sure. Let me check. And For sure. Yeah. It's such a fun line uh, because of society being considered partner versus being whipped because i remember when yeah. we had that that chat and i was like wait let me check with holly and i was like yes holly says i can and it sounded i heard it myself i'm like oh man you like the sound like such a whip guy but you i wasn't feeling it but i sounded like it and you pointed out like well the thing is there's a very thin line between being a considerate partner and being whipped i don't think you were being whipped you were saying to me which i don't think i was being whipped either but it just goes to exemplify how now you have to ask and and coordinate yeah. more. You cannot yeah, just definitely. improvise things. You can be like, wait, no, let me check if that is not going to mess with the whole schedule. Exactly. So that's, an, that, that's another thing that changed. And that, to me, uh, that is a big change in me because I don't like planning stuff because I hate planning. Uh, because, well, as you can attest, I forget that I planned something. So, the amount of times that you'll be like, hey, so are you ready to record today? I'm like, wait, we're recording today? Like, I'm really <laughs> bad with organizing stuff. So, planning, mm. it's it's a no good, no bueno for me. But it's a big change. So, yeah, it, like you said, if Nico and Nimnim, when they're listening to this, they're like, huh, I wonder how daddy was before. Well, I was a lot more at the moment. I was a lot more impromptu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Cool. So, yeah, to take us home, uh, just at this point, fans don't know what is coming. But any newcomers, any feedback that you have, please send it to contact and foreigners.com. Again, but to say it properly, that's contact at foreignersandfathers.com. Any feedback, but not limited to feedback. Anything you want to say, anything you want to share, you agree or disagree or... You have some examples that you would like to to mention. 
um, of something that you, your life changed? How, how has it uh, been or how do you expect it to be? And are you a new parent to be? Are you expecting? What do you think is going to change? And if you want to know more about us, check any social medias to see if we're there with the handles foreigners and fathers. To be honest, I used to say that we weren't very good. We're not very good. We're terrible at social media, but we will get there. Uh, and we are there in some of them. So if you want to reach through that, be uh, feel free to do so. Any relevant links and resources will be in the... Well, sorry, every relevant links will be in the resources of the episode so that you can check that. And, well, I have a Twitch. It's called Mariachi Viking on... Uh, well, on Twitch. I don't know what's wrong with me right now, man. Uh, but <laughs> you can see me stream sometimes i haven't done it for a bit because oh that's another big change i no longer stream because i don't have time man uh, yeah, that is true. That is yeah, true. yeah 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 i don't i don't have time and also it's kind of weird to stream and then all of a sudden you hear a baby crying and be like i have to leave the stream i'm gonna help so that's a not that's a big change but i am gonna mm. get back to it so feel free to go there check my bod's and see if you you like what you see and please 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 very important Uh, subscribe to the podcast, rate us. If the place where you're listening to allows you to leave a review, leave a review. It really does help the, the show grow. Talk to your friends about it if you think it's a good show, because why not? And uh, the next episode is going to come out in a week, unless you're a, a listener in the future, in which case you can just go straight ahead and listen to Pedro's smooth voice. And uh, It's about <laughs> a side quest of, of Star Wars. So... Yeah, it's it's gonna be one uh, or second side quest, isn't it? Yeah, our second side quest uh, with a special guest this time. So um, yeah, it's so quite it's, interesting. It's good. If, you're, if you're interested in Star Wars because you already watch it or because you want to watch it, uh, well, maybe that's a bit spoilery. But in any case, um, yeah, just just be ready for some Wars, controversial opinions and yeah. and grab yourself something to eat and drink because it's a little bit of a long one. It's a little bit of a big one. Uh, But it was quite fun, so I think you might enjoy yeah. it. And, and you're going to be able to listen to us go on, on our geeky side a little bit more. So for my part, that has been all. And as always, man, it's really, really nice to be able to have these chats with you. Uh, I really appreciate them. So thank you for taking the, your busy time uh, to, to share this with me, man. Yeah, of course. Uh, thank you, Bruno. And uh, it's a pleasure speaking to you. Uh, thank you as well for uh, speaking to me and um, doing this uh, together. So, yeah, thank you very much. My pleasure. I'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.